Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Watchdogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, good morning on the West Coast. Good afternoon on the East Coast. Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker, talking to you from beautiful, sunny Atlanta, Georgia. I would imagine some people are probably cringing at that. But uh, I did get a chance over the weekend to see some cold weather. I got to see some snow, uh, not new snow, but I got to see some snow up in Hartford, Connecticut. I want to give a big shout out to all the folks that that, uh, attended the Iron Sharpens Iron Conference in Hartford. That was a great conference. Um, nothing, nothing better than seeing 3,000 guys just wanting to be better men, and that was just uh, amazing and impressive, and, uh, and got a chance to, uh, to meet some really, really great folks up there. Well, let's see. I'm going to open up the line and bring on my co-host here, Mr. Chris Dannenauer on the mothership out in Springdale. How you doing, Chris? Keith, I'm good, man. It's nice here. Uh, supposed to get some rain uh, tomorrow and, and Wednesday, but it's, you know, Probably going to warm up to about 55, 60 degrees, so yeah, not well, bad does. for a, a Monday here in Arkansas. Yeah, not not too bad. I'm uh, I'm enjoying the uh, the trees are blooming. We've got the uh, you know the Bradfords are already turning green, and we're heading towards the dogwoods. And uh, just uh, you know, really really happy to see that. And for you folks up north that are listening to us, it's coming. I promise you guys will will see it uh, uh, probably here in about a month and a half. I would imagine. You so, know, Keith, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this weather a little bit longer. I I, I think you are aware, and, and I know Eric is. You know, when you have about three acres to mow, you oh, really yeah. kind of enjoy that late fall and winter and, and early spring where you don't have to mow. So <laughs> I'm going to enjoy it as long as I can. Yeah, there there you go. There you go. Well, uh, while we are here, uh, we are have the pleasure of having our executive director with us today, Mr. Eric Snow, joining us from the great state of Kansas. Eric, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm great, guys. I tell you what, it's hard to believe that we are closing in on the very end of March. My goodness, that's uh, that's uh, what the first quarter of this year is over. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and the school year is uh, already winding to an end. So, you know, it seems like just uh, yeah, just just a couple of uh, weeks ago that we were talking about our pizza nights, and uh, we're already talking about uh, having meetings to. Uh, get the top dog team together for next school year. So, yeah, time yeah. flies when you're having fun. That That is absolutely for sure. Well, uh, Eric, where have you been uh, out and about to? Well, you know, I, I haven't had any uh, uh, conferences or workshops since we did the uh, Board of Directors uh, meetings for National PTA and, and LegCon. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I guess that was uh, – week before last and and it went really great i think i think we might have touched base on that a little bit on the last show but it was just great to be able to be in dc with all of the uh, pta leaders from around the country and 
and just see all the dedication and, and just the, the focus on, on kids. And, and that's really mm-hmm. what Watch Dogs, of course, is all about, and that's why PTA is one of our important partners. But uh, over this weekend, I did something kind of fun. We uh, went up to Omaha, the beautiful city of Omaha, Nebraska, where we have uh, a, a lot of watchdog schools, and took uh, my wife and my daughter up there. We're looking for places for her to live. She's going to be going to dental school at Creighton University, and we just had a wonderful time getting to know that city a little bit and driving around. I think we found a great place for her to live, but uh, that's going to give me a great opportunity to get familiar with all of the uh, watchdog schools in that area over the next four years. So I posted it up on Facebook, and I had a couple of watchdogs come back right away and say, hey, welcome to our city. You need to come visit some schools. And I said, next time. So hopefully we can pull that off. Yeah, well, we'll have to hook you up with uh, Todd Grossi over there in uh, Fremont. He's probably one of the best watchdogs I know out there. And, uh, of course, he's a fireman, too. So uh, so we kind <laughs> of have, have a chance a to, uh, yeah, we, we connect on a couple of uh, couple of levels there but uh yeah i had the chance to go to uh omaha and fremont uh that was actually one of my first watchdog trips and uh and had a great time uh the interesting thing when i was driving from uh omaha to fremont i i I called my wife and i said you know i got off the plane in the wrong place and she said why and i was looking on both sides of the highway and i'm like i'm in ohio it's (laughs) i thought i had gotten off at the wrong airport it uh, it looked just like where i grew up so (laughs) Absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, you know, all the great watchdog schools out there and all the great watchdogs and, and uh, volunteers, the, the moms and the dads and the teachers and the principals and the school counselors that work so hard together to make their programs successful. And, you know, it is coming to the close of a school year, and we know what that means to mom and dads and teachers and principals and everybody helping, you know, winding up the school year in a positive way. But, uh a lot of schools have already turned their attention, uh, at least for their watchdog program and some of the other things for school, toward next year. So, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like uh, you know, when we leave the house, we always kind of think about how long we're going to be gone and what we're going to want to have lined up when we come back in if we're going to be gone for a few days. It's sort of the same way when you leave for the school year. A lot of the schools are thinking, okay, we need to finish up this business, but what do we need to set ourselves up for success next year? A lot of schools are already choosing uh, their day for their launch event in the fall. As strange as that sounds, we know a lot of schools are doing that. And part of that is, you know, they're choosing to purchase a startup kit, which the brand-new startup kits for the 2014-2015 school year will be out next month, which actually next month is next week. So uh, those will be available, and they got a lot of cool stuff. I'm not going to give you any spoilers, just a teaser that says, go to our dog store. Uh, after the 1st of uh, April and check out what we have online. You're going to love the new renewal kits. You're going to love some of the really cool new items we have in there that people have been asking for for, you know, years, and, and we're finally mm-hmm. able to do it. But speaking of all the great volunteers, I don't want to get us too far down the road before we introduce a couple of them. Okay, okay. Well, I, I also did want to mention uh, I had the opportunity to do a site visit while I was up in Connecticut, and I want to give a shout-out to uh, Principal Scott Gaudet, uh, and he is at Green Hill School in uh, Bristol, Connecticut, and uh, that was a great opportunity to get in there and visit with him. That's a K-8 through school, so uh, so they've got a lot of people in that building. They're, uh, I believe he said a little over 1,000 students and uh, they're they're launching both Watchdogs and All Pro Dad, and uh, I had a chance to talk to him, of course, about both of those. And I'll tell you, I sent uh, Eric, I sent you the video, and I want to get it posted up here on Facebook. But when I walked out, I didn't notice it when I walked in, 
But when I walked out, I looked up, and there was Old Glory, the American flag, flying right next to... They had the watchdog flag up on the flagpole. That was uh, that. That, that was beautiful. Yeah, I want to get that up and put that as uh, somehow put that as a banner on our uh, Facebook page. So uh, so I had a chance. Scott actually was in my workshop uh, on Saturday at the uh, Iron Sharpens Iron Conference, and uh, we did a mutual uh, workshop there with uh, All Pro Dad. So that was kind of cool to be able to do that. So uh, so anyhow, well, I am going to move right along here. Uh, we have had a lot of questions, and, and actually even with. Um, with Principal Gaudet, we were talking about scheduling, and uh, and scheduling is the one thing that does take a little bit of time. Um, it does take some some effort, uh, but uh, you know when you do it. I think when I was doing it uh, as the top dog coordinator, I put about 45 minutes to an hour into it uh, a week, and uh, and that is you know working coordinating with the teachers. Uh, it's it's not that bad, but it does take a little bit of a commitment. And uh, we were discussing that on the Facebook page. And uh, one guy happened to post up that uh, he is what has what I'm calling a uh, turbo scheduling program. So we're going to learn a little bit about that. Um, and we have uh, Sam Hansen and Scott Kelly on the line from Snohomish, Washington. Uh, Scott's been on with us before. Scott, welcome back. And Sam, welcome to Watchdogs Radio. Thank you very much, you guys. It's a pleasure to be on the Blog Talk Radio again. This is Sam Hansen, the Dean of Students at Little Cedars Elementary School in Snohomish, and I'm enjoying uh, the Watchdog program this year and excited to be here with you. Well, good. Hey, now, we're uh, glad to have you guys on. I tell you what, the Watchdogs of Western Washington. I, I I went out there last fall, so they would have somebody that would come in last place on their uh, scramble. But these guys are so gracious to bad golfers. I just can't thank them enough. They're a great group of guys. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I appreciate you coming out, Eric. Hey, Scott and Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. In fact, um, it was a pleasure to introduce Sam to Eric at that golf right. tournament, and it was at that golf tournament that uh, Sam, or yeah, Sam talked about the amount of time that he puts into creating a schedule. And I know it's a topic that comes up um, every year throughout the year, and uh, thought that uh, Sam might have some tips and tricks to help make that process easier for uh, people that are in charge of creating those schedules. Yeah, you're exactly right, Scott. I'll tell you, one of the things whenever I have the opportunity to go out, and I know Keith does the same thing, and and so does Chris when he's on the phone with schools and, and also goes out occasionally to speak to them. You know, we find schools that are being successful and have already, you know, uh, navigated some of the waters that they need to to have a an uber successful program i'll ask them right away you know tell me where you see we can get better you know and and really try to make it easy for schools to tell us how we could maybe provide something that we're not providing but when i hear a school that's doing over 200 volunteers number one you guys get it you've got a lot of buy-in and a lot of participation but i know that sam the things you were telling me that you were doing um the schedule of those guys and how you really did seem to have it, you know, whipped. Uh, I did. I came back and was talking to the guys about it, and I, I think that's probably where Keith eventually uh, met with you. But tell us how many watchdogs you're scheduling, number one, if you would, on average year in your school. We have about 765 students currently enrolled at Little Cedars. We're a K-6 school, so it, it depends on the grade level, but we're around 100 per grade level. We, on average, are just over 200 volunteers, watchdogs, a year. 
wow. depending on the depending on the year, we could have more if we would let them. It just we've come down to the fact that some uh, watchdogs will come back as volunteers, but I won't. I will make a schedule for them one time, and then that's like our hook to get them involved. And then after that, we try to get them hooked up on a regular basis, volunteering in the classroom part of the day because we have so many dads that would like to come more. But mm -hmm. like you described earlier, when you talk about the schedule, that's a, that's a big process and one that we want to do well the first time so that when the dad has taken a day off of work, they feel like we actually spent some time putting together a schedule. When I hear from other schools or they've called me as we've gone through this process for the last seven years, Scott Kelly and I have worked real closely together to build this program up here, and now that he's uh, moved on to the high school and middle school with his own older daughter, um, we've had dads step in that have taken on some other leadership roles. So I'm going to probably have to describe a, a lot of background in our history of where we're at to get to the point we're at now um, in order for you to understand kind of how we do That'd it. That would be great. And then, yeah, go right ahead. And then, and then how we uh, are – at where we're at now. So basically going back to the very beginning, seven years ago, we started this process <clears throat> and I didn't really know what I was doing. So Scott would give me a list of the dads. And at that time we had them sign up on the actual hard copy calendar. <clears throat> and that he would print out a list of the dads that were going to come. We would send that out to the teachers. I would ask the teachers to give me um, input on their schedules, and that's how we went about it. If dads wanted to come, they would contact Scott. He would ask me if that date would work. Um, it was much more uh, uh, labor, I guess, uh, on Scott's part and my part of, of having a lot of communications back and forth. Um, right. Where we're at today is we've moved to a volunteer spot um, uh, online uh, account where the dads will sign up through the PTA website, which our watchdog program has put together off of our PTA website. So all of our volunteers go through that process to sign up now. Um, then we get weekly updates on who's coming. <clears throat> we get from the watchdog coordinators that we have, we have two gentlemen that <clears throat> have access to that volunteer spot that give me a a monthly list of who's coming. Am I going too fast? No, you're fine. No. You're doing great. So where we're at now is we have a monthly list that I send out every month, a couple weeks before that next month starts, and it has the, the, the dad that's coming, the day that, that he's coming. If there's multiple dads, that that's on there too, because sometimes quite a few days we have two dads. Mm -hmm. We have the kids' names and the teachers' names on it. The teachers will see their kid, the the uh, who's coming, and they'll send me times that they would like their the watchdog in their in their classroom. If they do not send me the times, then I just assign them times. Okay. And does that work so, pretty well for the teachers? Obviously, are they uh, they on board with that? And that works. I think well, that's I part of the role that I play here is that I actually have um, a paraeducator, one of the uh, the office workers, who is assigned a classroom. Uh, duties part of the day. So basically a lot of schools will have educational assistants. Sometimes in the past they called them aides. They're, they're not certified teachers, but they, they run the playgrounds. They can work in the lunchroom. They can do a variety of different things. 
Um, one of our assistants, she had a 15-minute block that, she, that we were not using for educational purposes. And so I've asked her to help me. What she does during the, during the week is she has these four or five 15-minute blocks that she puts together the month uh, the actual Word documents that have the, the, the dad's names, the kids' names, and then, and then I've already assigned like kind of what times um, they'll be at recess and lunch, in the lunchroom. But the rest of the open blocks, she just sends to me. She'll put in the specialists if there's a PE, music, or library that day. She'll put those in. Anything that doesn't involve the classroom, she puts in. If there's an assembly or a special event, she'll put those in. So by the time it gets to me, there's probably a couple hours worth of classroom time, three hours worth of classroom time that I decide where they're going to go. I think it's important that um, the person that's scheduling, um, if we really truly value the dad um, and, and, they're, and they're taking a day off of work to come here, and if we want them advocates for public education like we want them to be and supportive of our schools, then they have to be serving the kids well while they're here. Mm -hmm. So. I put them in spots where they're going to, one, both enjoy it, but we're going to get something out of it as well here at school. So we have certain teachers that have, have told me I could take a watchdog any time during this time. And uh, wow. our special education teacher will say I could take them, you know, I have a sixth grade math group that they could sit with this one student with, and I'd like them in 1245 to 115. So I know if a teacher wants them in the morning and they don't have something from the afternoon, I already have in my head, I know my, our schedule extremely well, and I can just plug them in. So it does take some time for the person at the school to, to learn this process, mm -hmm. but I believe they learn it well, and they, want it, and they really want um, to show off their school and be an invitational school, all the things that we value here, that they will take this process seriously because it's the, it's the only way to truly make sure that the dad has a good day. Besides exactly. them and all exactly, and then that way you don't. Now, if somebody comes back and wants to do, um, they want to do another full day, is it, do they repeat that schedule that they had before, or are they locked <clears throat> out until the following year? What what I've told them is, <clears throat> pretty much from the first recess to the last recess are not. It's nine thirty to two o'clock. There's two, only two other chunks of time. You could go to the whole recess, the first recess, and the whole lunch period, and the whole afternoon recess. There's two other hours in there, and if they want to schedule it with their teacher, they could come during those two times. Or if there's a PE class, they know is, you know, our PE teachers loves having watchdogs in there. So mm -hmm. I will not make another schedule for them, but I will work with them and the teacher to make sure that they can come as many times as they would like to. Because ultimately, what we want is <clears throat> we want for to have regular volunteers, but we don't schedule it like this process for our regular volunteers, like our moms that, that come in. They just schedule right. through the teachers. So I'm actually I've been very fortunate to have quite a few dads that have like a day off, like they work four tens, and uh -huh. they right. they will come on a every Monday or every Friday, or we have grandfathers that are retired that will come twice a week. And then I will say, instead of, you know, really the watchdog, you can, you can get your vest, but um, you're going to be working with this child who really needs a mentor or needs help. And we hook them up with a variety of different jobs around the school. So it. it's not like 
they're getting to be a, a watchdog multiple days. I, I would say if we had a small school, like my, my own kids go to another school in the district that has watchdogs, and they're, they're about half the size of us. So I would say if I was the principal at that school, I would allow them to come more than once. You, you would really, I mean, that, you're, not, you're only getting, say, 50 or 70 dads a, a year where you're having you know, a couple of days a week, there's nobody. But right. we're in a different situation where we have, if, unless we limit it, we might have 400, 500 dads a year. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a good problem we're just, to have. Yeah, we're, That's a great blessed, problem to have. Yeah. Yes. Well, and exactly. here's the thing. I, yeah, you know, and, and, and the thing that, that impresses me, uh, all of us, really so much about what the, the work you all are doing out there, you know, and, again, I want to say the Waff Dogs of Western Washington because uh, you all are a, a group or an affiliation of watchdog schools that have really come together and, and in a lot of ways to, to do everything from, you know, have a wonderful golf tournament that raises money for uh, a lot of the program costs, uh, which are minimal from year to year, but they do exist. They do your launch events. They take money. But, you know, the thing that really impresses me is how you all have really adopted this and, and customized it in ways that, that fit your school. And, and we want the schools out there to know that there's no reason for you to have to reinvent the wheel. I mean, uh, these guys are using volunteer spot in, in a very sophisticated way, but that uh, those are partners of ours, and there's a reason that we chose volunteer spot because that software fits the watchdog program very, very well, and you should be able to use that as a school at no cost and, and utilize that to organize these guys. They've also um, partnered up. You talked about PTA. That is another thing that we really encourage our schools to do is look at the parent organizations within your schools and figure out how you can work within those organizations, you know, really because that's what we are is an on-ramp to whatever the school, you know, wants the parents to do. And so you all have embraced your PTA. You've got watchdogs mm-hmm. connected with that in some way. We also really encourage the schools to make sure that we get the teacher buy-in on what it is that the teachers want these guys to do. And, Sam, you talked about how the teachers really do have a role in that, and you've got some that even say, hey, I'll take a dad any day, no matter what. And so I think what's so beautiful about it is that you have brought all those things together. You've personalized it, and you've really focused on the importance of that schedule. What I heard you say, and I'm paraphrasing is, I want these guys to know that somebody went through enough trouble to schedule a day just for them. I mean, I'm paraphrasing that, but that's kind of what I heard. And so... You know, you're able to do that so the guy walks in and says, I'm not just flopping around or floundering out here. I don't know right. what to do. You're like, oh, no, you're on a 45-minute schedule, buddy. You better lace up those tennis shoes and get moving. Guys yeah. like that, don't they? They really do respond it, yeah. well to that. Exactly. The yeah, thing I, I see in is that, that that's an opportunity to get them over that threshold. To get them, Once you get them in the door, then then they know how badly they're needed and they're they're able to uh to to do some uh some more work. Hey, I'm going to throw out I'm going to open up the phone line here if you're listening live and you'd like to uh ask Sam or Scott or or any of us a question, you can give us a call. The area code is 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728. Give us a call. We got about 6 minutes left in the show and uh and we'll take your questions. So, Hey, right. Sam, I did want to what, – what were some of the things, uh, Sam, that you have – you know, we've talked about the schedule and the way you all are, are working that and, and really staying on top of it. So every week, and, and to be fair, what, what, how much time – you know, once you've got it going and, and you've had your launch event, but to administer this weekly, how much time do you feel like you all are spending, you know, from administrative side? Um, well, after having um, the health room – 
educational assistant who was assigned to a classroom, after she's been getting the, the Word documents to me in advance, it takes me very little time now, like I would say a couple of minutes each. If, if I do a good job communicating up front with the teachers and they've sent me times, it becomes very easy to do. It's, it's, I think the, the Word document and getting the names changed and the kids' names changed and the specialist times in there, it can be just time-consuming looking up that information um, for whoever's creating the schedule. And so if they can take that, if, the, if, it's, if it's a secretarial or some kind of duty like that, if they could give it to somebody, and then I think if the principal or the if there's a counselor or somebody at the school that's willing or sees the value of this program, truly sees the value of the program, then they'd be willing to send it out to the teachers. And I think that sends a message to the to the school that one we we really recognize this is an important program and it's part of what who we are and what we do, and we respect the person's time that, that's taking a day off of work to come here. So. I think I think me sending it out also sends a message to the to the teachers that we that we here at the school take this program to be one that we it's just an integral part of what we do now. I can't imagine it not being here. Well, and that's exactly it. You have placed a value on it and so you're leading by example and and what again you all have done so well is this should not fall to any one person um as a burden and and it's been spread out with, you know, varying degrees of responsibility with, with various, you know, players and stakeholders. And, and because you all have all bought into it and embraced it for your own reasons, everybody's willing to do their part, it sounds like. And so yep. probably cumulatively, if you looked at it, it, it's a big commitment on your part from a school. But the way that you have attacked it and approached it uh, is very smart and, and very forward-thinking. And, and we, I just think we have a lot to learn from how you all are doing this. And, and it's great to see, you know, that kind of success. And, and what are the changes in the school? Why, why, why go to this much trouble? What, what, what's the biggest benefit you see uh, for the school and for the kids having this program operate there? Well, I'll say one, but I'll, then I'll let Scott, as a dad and as a leader of the program, I'll talk from a school point of view. Um, you are always trying to show the great things that go on in schools because right now, as education shifts, what, what parents often hear are, one, the, the the sad news stories about something someone doing something silly a bus driver doing something in, inappropriate the the school's test scores not being high enough um, you know all the things that 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 we often hear in the news are not truly reflective of what goes on on a daily basis here at our school and I and there's there's victories going on all over the place on the playground where kids are learning how to become friends with each other they're they're learning to read there's there's uh, you know, community partnerships, there's outdoor education, there's a lot of things going on that, that they don't get to see unless they're here, and they see the, the people that care for their children um, when they're not here. I look at the kindergarten parents that drop off their five- and six-year-olds, and they trust us with their kids, and, and they want to know that the people that are working with them care as, as much about them, you know, not you can't as much as a parent, but you can at least... Um, show them and you know smile at them and know their name and when a, I think when a dad leaves us as a watchdog he has a much better idea of the people that are taking care of his kid when he's at work or his wife's at work and and I, I look at it as um, you know we're showing you know you're opening up your doors 
being invitational and showing everything because a lot of times in vo as volunteers you only show the classroom you don't show the lunchroom you don't show the playground mm -hmm. you don't show the music room or the library or the PE or whatever all the good things that kids are doing at a school is right. often closed off to parents if they don't if they don't take a day off or if they if they are stay-at-home mom or something like that and for this program to show off the school entirely for a day they get a glimpse at how hard their kid works uh, of the people that care for their for their children when they're not here and it makes me proud to show off our school because I, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good work every day and I think when a dad leaves and I, I could tell by our, our survey data that they're very impressed one with our school our culture and, and the people here but they know that their kid is coming to a safe place and um, the people care about them because they know their names you know and well certainly I think and the the, the, the thing I was going to say was that those parents are also local business owners, and it gives you opportunities yep. to network within the community as well. Yep, exactly right. Great. Scott, what do you think? Beautiful stuff. I just Scott. think from a dad's perspective that it's – I just love this program for many, so many reasons, but uh, one, as it relates to this topic, is just how easy it is for dads to get involved. And they may be uncomfortable at first, but uh, they're, they're greeted uh, warmly. They get their schedule. They know where to go. And they have a blast, and they're exhausted at the end of their day, and they have a new perspective on their child in the school and, and how well they're treated and how hard uh, everyone works at the school for them. Well, well and uh, what, guys, guys, I hate to uh, cut you off, but we are running out of time here. And uh, Scott and Sam, I certainly appreciate your time and joining us. Thank you very much. Nobody does Thank it you. better than you guys out there. Great job. Okay. Thank you all. Have a great day. Hey, you too. Well, that brings hey, us thanks, Scott. to thanks, Sam. the end of another Watch Dogs Radio. And uh, we would like to uh, invite you to join us next week on April the 1st. This is Watch Dogs Radio. Remember, the only schools that don't have us are the ones that don't know enough about us. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week.